Hello, welcome back to another episode of the Go Get Em Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Cheese Danis, and with me today is my co-host, Shane Williamson. Today we'll talk about the Rockets shaking up the NBA, the NBA draft, and the NFL review. We'll start with the Rockets. Shane, what's going on? Uh, They're fucking wiping house, dude. They're fucking cleaning it. Westbrook and Harden about to be gone. What is going on? I... I I think it started with Russell. Well, first it started with both the GM and head coach leaving. And I think that opened their eyes, meaning Harden and Westbrook's eyes saying, dude, we got to get the fuck out of here. Um, they have no direction. Uh, I think it, if they stayed together, it would be the same thing as last year, meaning Russell and James doing what they can to win games by shooting threes and getting as many points as they can while they're playing no defense and no big man. Um, I just think James, when Russell, when James saw that Russell wanted to go, he said, I got to get out of here too. And apparently he wants to join the Nets with Kyrie and KD, which is not surprising. Why wouldn't you want to join them? Um, I don't see. But Russell, happen, Russell's huh? the guy Russell, Russell's the guy where I think he just wants to get out. Um, the, he, I don't think he really cares where he plays. It's just not going to be any use to it, I don't think. No, there's fucking rumors going, like, everywhere for, like, where these two could end up. Like, with Harden, it's, like, the Sixers and the Nets, mainly, with, like, a dabble of Celtics. I know you, you fucking must be crying over that one. And <laughs> Westbrook, literally, there's so many teams that could trade for him. like there's the Clippers there's the Wizards, there's the Knicks there's I don't know why a lot of people would want Westbrook with his like me first mentality yeah I don't know I think I think the Knicks are just doing it to get someone big into the Mad Square Garden again um, they need to sell tickets that's what it's all about and I think he might be a stepping stone to either acquire another person or I mean, they, they still get a lot of fans. They're sold out, but like I think they just want another star replaces Carmelo or replaces Porzingis back in New York. I think he might be that guy. Um, it's just about what you give up to get him is the problem. What do the Knicks give up? I think if you're the Rockets, your first call is the Knicks because I think they're the most desperate team. Uh, they'll probably give you the biggest haul, not talent-wise, but picks-wise and like future-wise. Um I heard the Clippers are obviously involved with. I think Kawhi wants. I don't think Kawhi and George are gonna work. That's what well. we saw last year. Um, yeah. So that could be another option. Best best route player wise, meaning player for player, obviously Paul George. But now with Houston talking about trading Harden, I would not do the Clippers deal. Why? So if you do the Clippers deal, right, you get Paul George. And probably like Zubach or something like that. So then if you trade James Harden. Now the problem is if you get if you trade James Harden to a good team. Now I'm gonna say the Celtics, don't get mad. If you uh, trade yeah. the Celtics, right? If you, okay, let's just say let's say you trade Russell to the Clippers and you get Paul George and Zubach back. Okay. So now you have no they have now you have Paul George, James Harden, Zubach, and whoever else you have on the team. Then if you trade James Harden, right? Steve, they were talking about before the show, Celtics. If you get if you get either Kemba, Jalen Brown, or Gordon Hayward, two of the three. 
Now you have potentially Kemba, Paul George, and Jalen Brown with Zubach. Oh. Hello. So this could be a quick turnaround for the Rockets and a quick refresh uh, if they want to go that way, which looking at it now looks pretty good. I mean, probably better than what they have right now. You have three pretty good guys in either three of the four, Kemba, George, Brown, and Hayward. With probably Zubach, that's not bad, dude. They wouldn't be able to do anything in the West, though. So that's, I don't know if that'd be worth the team. Well, yeah, it's not like a bad team. It's definitely probably making the. Actually, I don't even know if that would make the playoffs, Loki. That would make the playoffs. Because uh, you know, okay. you know, somebody's stepping. You know who's stepping up in the playoffs, right? Yeah, the, the Warriors are back. Phoenix Suns. The, the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, but but with that Rockets team. That Rockets team is better than the Suns team. Yeah. I think it is. So you're telling me right now, you're telling me Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Aiden are better than potentially Kemba Walker, Paul George, and Jalen Brown and Zubach? I like you're acting like like no disrespect to Zubach, but you're acting like he's like a he's like a he's like a substitute center. Like, he's, he's a not solid like a, big man. Yeah, he's a solid. Big he's man. inconsistent. Incon- solid big man. Like he, he could, he would be good on that team. Yeah, he would absolutely fucking destroy him. So it doesn't matter. Still though, you need a big man. He's one of your like one of the guys you could potentially get, and I think like pretty good option if you, if you replace. Westbrook with Paul George, and you get Zubach to fill in that center spot. It's a pretty good way to fill in a spot. Um, I think, dude, Rockets could turn this around pretty quickly. And I think, I, who's a G? I don't even know who the GM is right now, but if Daryl Moore was there, I'd feel a lot better about it. Um, they do have a new coach. They might look to just full-blown rebuild, which, I mean, might be the best option for them in the West right now with the, the West is getting stacked again. Warriors coming back and the Phoenix Suns coming back hard. After a great bubble last year, uh, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. Personally, I don't want Harden going to the Nets because I'm a Celtics fan and that would push them down down the line. Um, because as a Celtics fan, I'm, I'm continuously disappointed in the off season. Um, you guys are the Saints. Do. You guys are the Saints of the NBA. Yeah, just consistently a good team. Just can't make it over the hump. Um, Gordon, another topic: Gordon Hayward potentially on the move, probably on the move, no matter what he does. Either if he sign, if he opts in or opts out, he's gonna be on the move somewhere. I don't think he stays with the Celtics. Um, he doesn't like his role anymore. He's, he's like the fourth option, which is surprising. If you if you told me back when they signed him, what through two years, three years ago, two years ago, three years, like ago. That. three years ago now, three years ago, if you told me that he'd be our fourth option in three years, I would have said get the fuck out. Gordon Hayward as your fourth option is pretty solid, and it's sad that he has to go. But I think it's a win-win on both sides. If he goes to, say, the Indiana Pacers, he's probably their second or third option, um, especially if they give up Miles Turner to get him. It would be Old Depot, Hayward's a bonus. Um, another solid team if that happens. But I, for me, I want them to go get Miles Turner, or at least another solid big man for Gordon Hayward, matchup salaries or whatever. Um, Question. Yep. With the, these are rumors heating up about one Kemba Walker. What yep. if he is also traded? 
Um, if you trade the rumors Kevin that have been going out is that he, Chicago's been calling for him. Okay. That we talked before the show. If you if you trade Kemba Walker, you need a backup plan. Meaning you need to get somebody in return to fill that spot. Now, does that mean a three team trade with somebody? Maybe. Um, but you need someone at the point guard position because what without if the the Bulls just gave up like the fourth pick in Kobe White. The typical Celtics move. Um, I would not be surprised if that happens. Um, Danny so that Ainge happens, would... the Bulls look nice. Uh, That's a playoff team. Wow. If the Bulls traded for Kemba Walker, so you have Kemba, the fourth Levine, pick and Kobe White. Yeah, Kemba, Porter, Levine, Otto Porter, Laurie Markkinen, Laurie, and Carter. And Wendell. Yes, playoff team in the East. Uh, playoff team? I don't know, well. It'd be close. But do I think the Celtics do that? No. Two reasons. One reason is you have to pick. Celtics have to pick right now. Are they in for it, in to win right now? Or are they in to win for the future? Meaning, like, three or four years down the road when you still have Jalen Brown, Tatum, you still have those guys, and then you develop Williams, uh, Carson Edwards, you develop those guys? Or do you sell off? So the Harden trade or the Gordon Hayward trade or the Kemba Walker trade, you sell off these big contracts, get some nice rookies back and Colby White and maybe Obi Toppin. It's just crazy to say he could be in the Celtics. Um, I don't know. It's, it's This offseason for the NBA all around is going to be interesting, but I think the Celtics, Rockets, Clippers, Knicks could all make big moves this offseason. I'm just wondering what's going to happen with these four teams. All right, I'm going to drop a scenario for you for the Celtics. Okay. Uh, the, the odds of this happening are, like, very slim, but it could okay. still happen. So say, say, say the Bulls trade goes through and you get the fourth pick. And somehow LaMelo's there at four. Yikes. Because I don't know what the... Horns would take them. Actually, have Terry and J- and Graham. Yeah, so they'd probably the pick Wiseman. Getting another guard. The Warriors would take Wiseman at two. Well, they pick Toppin then. Yeah, which would leave Lamelo oh there at four. That's re- that's a realistic possibility. How wow. would you feel if Lamelo? I mean, was I, you obviously guard? take him. You obviously take him. Um, what you do with Kobe White in that situation, I don't know. He's just your backup point guard. Kobe White is your backup, though. I don't know. Now you're back to a Kyrie. Now, now you have two rookies, basically. A first or second year guy as your backup and starting point guard and a winning. I don't See, that's, that's the B situation. That's the coming years Scenario. Now, if you do that trade, is Tatum happy with that? Is Brown happy and with he that? Gets to be, he, he can be Tatum can be the sole number one and try to lead the team. He already is the sole number one. Yeah, but I mean, like without like Kemba there to like take 
kind of like no, not like half the shine or whatever. Team it is. Yeah, he's about to know he's off the team too in a minute. I don't think so. Don't the think Celtics I'm... were literally trying to trade him to any team to get Drew Holiday. Yeah, to get Drew Holiday, meaning they want to win now. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it happens. They want to win now. Drew Holiday. You think have a better chance of winning now with Drew Holiday than Kemba Walker? I think he's a better overall player. Do I think he's a better fit for the Celtics? No. But Danny Ainge might see it differently. Danny Ainge might see it as positionless basketball, and you have Holiday, Brown, Tatum, Hayward, and the same team going again. And you upgrade a little bit defensively with Holiday against Kemba. Maybe get a little longer. Um, he's younger. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the direction of the team is with that standpoint. I think you're kind of the same type of team, like a three and D type of team. Um, but I don't think Danny Ainge does that trade with Chicago, Chicago now. I think he would want to win now. Um, he, he, he wants James Harden, I think. Uh, especially if you take away, take him away from the Nets, another, another, Competitor, um, obviously another another great team with Katie and Kyrie already. Um, imagine if they got James Harden. Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, I think I think Danny is focusing on Harden. Um, I would do a Westbrook for Kemba deal, personally. <laughs> I would do not because I not this, this this here's here's the problem. I'm now you're gonna say oh here's Kemba Walker right better he's probably better than Russell. Correct. Yeah. But who is the better facilitator? See, the problem is with the Celtics is that they don't necessarily need a facilitator because they they play team like full on team basketball. There's not like a, one dom pass. That's mm-hmm. how Brad Stevens' system is. So I don't know if putting a distributor like that is gonna like help or hurt them in any way. But who would be a better fit for that team? Between Kemba and Westbrook? Yeah. Kemba. Yeah. Uh, okay. When Westbrook's open for three, what the fuck's going to happen? Bricks. He's I know. building a house. I, I'm, just, I'm just throwing names out there. Um, I mean, obviously I want James Harden. Like, who doesn't want James Harden? Like, every team should want James Harden, besides the Lakers. I mean, why wouldn't Lakers want him anyways, but... They still the cap room. Um, yeah, Danny Ainge has to decide, or not even Danny Ainge, but the Rockets, that what kind of package do they want? This goes back to the Celtics situation. Celtics and Rockets are kind of the same situation here. Do the Rockets want to rebuild and wait for LeBron to retire and say, oh, now's our turn? Or do they say, fuck it, let's refresh the whole thing. And I don't know, there's a lot of weird stuff going on. It's gonna, something, something's going to happen, obviously. That team's going to get fucked up. But now, uh, it just depends on if they go to the, the Team A option, which is total rebuild, which I think is the most likely situation right now, which means they get young players, expiring contracts, shit ton of draft picks. Or do they go... Team B option, and they trade away Russell, James. Russell goes to the Clippers for Paul George and some other player, probably Zubach or throwing Zubach names in there. And you trade James to the Celtics, and you get two to three of Kemba, Jalen Brown, Hayward, 
Jalen Brown is definitely not traded. Like you need to throw Jalen Brown in there. So it's Jalen Brown and either Hayward or Kemba and probably some other player, some other young guy. Like who's the guy we drafted this year? Who's like 18? Grant Williams? From, from, no, from Indiana. He'd probably be in that trade in all of our all of our draft picks, all three of them in the first round, and probably some other ones later on. Like that's the best option for the for the Rockets, in my opinion. You still you're still young. Paul George is still what twenty eight, right? I don't. He was drafted 29? like twenty eleven. He was drafted like twenty eleven, dude. Really. So he's put over 30 now, 31. You got a young young player in Brown who's got a brand new contract. You still got Kemba for two or three more years. Paul George is center. 30, by the way. He's 30. So you got two veterans, Brown with some experience, Zubac coming in to fill in that center spot, and a shit ton of draft picks. That's the best option. Agree or disagree? I can... I mean, it depends on what you. It's all subjective at that point. What the best option is? What do you want to compete, or do you want to just like build for the future? If I'm the Rockets, I want to build for the future. So you want to do the James to Brooklyn deal, and Russell to the Knicks. Yes. Hmm. And especially a shortened off season. If you're gonna get a whole new team like that for like the the like just like revamped thing. They're not going to have enough time to like build off each other or anything. So I think like it'd be a lost cause anyway. So if you're going to be not doing as great, why not just get the picks? Okay. And save yeah. money. I gotta decide. Those, those are the two options. I don't see any, any other options. There's no in between. Right, yeah. I'm going to lay it down on the table right now. Bucks are winning the championship. Wow. But I'm calm. I'm taking my shot right now. The Milwaukee Bucks are going to be the next NBA champions. Before even Harden gets traded. Yes. Absolutely. Who on, Bro- who on Brooklyn is going to guard Giannis? Katie. Giannis is blown by him every fucking time. No, I don't think so. Uh, scrawny Slenderman? Yes, he's fucking blown past him every time. <laughs> This is this is best case scenario. Dude, for, okay, okay, we're gonna get the Bucks real quick. What have we said for the past three years about the Bucks? Get Bucks, get Giannis shooters, and guess no, what they did? They we got him said shooters. who's who. No, we said who's guarding Giannis. That's what we said for the past three years, and guess what? Someone's found a way to beat them. And yeah. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear get shooters. He's had plenty of good shooters behind him. Okay. Besides, besides who? Middleton, who was besides Middleton, who was a good shooter for him last Cal year? Cal Corver, forty something years old, Wesley can't even Matthews, run down the court. Brooke Lopez, Ersan Ilyasova, all can shoot. What else do you want? They like, need wings. They need wings that can bullshit shoot. Excuse, no, no. Stop. Okay, okay. Excuses. Wait, wait. You want to talk about bullshit excuses? What's the excuse for the Celtics not winning anything the past ten years with all their fucking loaded teams? I mean, what well, team's been loaded excuse. the past 10 years? Uh, didn't you guys, the one where you guys went to Game 7 against the, uh, the Cavs? What happened oh, there? Oh, oh, wait a minute. You mean you mean with Terry Rozier, Jalen Brown, and Jason Tatum? I thought, that team was, I thought that team was going to go to the championship. What happened, to the, what what, happened last year? You what just happened? said they're loaded? What happened, what happened this past season? We got beat. Why? What's the excuse for this season? There is the no past- excuse. 
So why is it excuses for the Bucks and not for the Celtics? You're the one making excuses the for Celtics them. You're the one saying. The title contenders for the past 10 years and can not That's make the That's just not true. Just not true. They had one year where they didn't make the That's not true at all. One year. Yeah, one year they not were in the lottery. Not true. One year they were in the lottery. One. Yes, but the other years passed it. They were not a title contender. They were like top three seats almost every season. Dude, you really think Isaiah Thomas' team was a title title contender team? Oh, I thought he was the MVP and he's gonna lead Come us on. to fucking. He's gonna lead us to Golden State. What happened to that? He's not a title contender. Come on, you and I both know that. This scene. Are you back or what, dude? I'm here. Apparently. Okay, good. Listen, listen to this this box team, right? They could, they they might even might as well run Drew Holiday at the point guard at this point. Drew Holiday is their point guard. Who else did they run? At? Uh, then they got uh Bogdanovich. Uh, uh, they just traded uh, for uh, at shooting guard. Shooting shooting guard. He's if you think he's bad, you don't know basketball. By no, I'm this, saying who's running the sure. point besides Drew Holiday. What does it matter? He's gonna be the you point see, guard. No, that's what I'm saying. There's no other option. Of course he's not on the point. Yeah, no, I'm saying the lineup shit. Walk. Drew Holiday at the fucking point guard. Bogdanovich at the two. Middleton at the three. Giannis at the four, and Brook Lopez at the five. That is solid. Yep. Best best team Giannis has ever had around him. I just don't. And they were the one seed on the vert. Of course you don't, because he can't shoot the three. He's not. He's just not a winning number one option. Okay, that to you, which your opinions are relevant, but wow, Giannis is go is. I think next season is going to be huge for him. I think he's actually going to – he's been developing a shot over, like, past season. Of course, it's not great, but I think it's going to get to the point this upcoming season where it's going to be service, and this Bucks team might be one of the best, like, over, overall teams, like, offense and defense in a long time. And I hope he does get a shot, dude. I don't – I don't hate Giannis. I just don't like his game. I'm not a fan of the run to the basket, hold for a foul type of game. Like I'm not for that. That's so, Russell so wait, 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 wait. He is yeah. Russell so, Westbrook. But, but you'd but you want Russell Westbrook on the Celtics? As my fourth option? Yes. He would not be the fourth option on the Celtics. You're telling well, me you, they're gonna let Jalen Brown? You're telling me Jalen Brown's gonna be the higher option than Russell Westbrook? Yes. Shut up. You're he so dumb. Be. That is ridiculous. Westbrook's your number two. No fucking way. Nope. No. And number nope. four. Gordon Hayward won't be there, so why Hayward? the fuck would he? Okay. I just said he's not, uh, at the, as he's the, not gonna be as the roster is right now. No, you're bugging if you think Westbrook's a number four. Westbrook's gonna make no, that team number, three. number one. He's gonna he's gonna try to make himself be the number one there. He's calling his no own way, number. Huh? Yes. He's already. He wants to be. A, he wants to be the guy, the main vocal point of the offense. What makes you think he's going to want to be the number four in the Boston Celtics? Quote, quote number four. 
I mean, who says they have? He has to want it. Uh, guess what? He'll hold out if he fucking doesn't get what he wants. That's what players do. Whatever. Bucks winning the championship. I'm laying it on the on the table right now. I'm gonna wait. Lakers whole, are not I'm waiting on that. Can't right now. I'm picking. Can't. The like I like it's so the Bucks look so good right now at these trades. Yeah, it's I hard. Just, I, I just don't trust them. Whatever, dude. Okay. What the fuck's going on in the NFL, dude? I didn't know. Bears stink, by the way. Let's just start there, because Monday night the, we was last night. The Bears can't score. I'm pretty sure they no. had more kick and punt return yards than they did passing yards, which is uh, terrible. 106 passing yards. That is disgusting. Like, what? How are... They, the fact that they were what five and two at one point, literally that ruins the NFL. That right yeah. there ruins the NFL. Um, hot take time. Ready for this? I don't know if you're ready for this. Let's hear. Baltimore Ravens and the Seattle Seahawks are pretenders. Both of them. Pretenders. Pretenders. Mm-mm. Russell Westbrook. Well, Westbrook. I'll say this. Yeah, let me hear it. Let me hear it before I go on my rant. They're both in tough divisions. Yeah. They're both in tough divisions. Yeah. Meaning Seattle with Car- with uh, Cardinals, Rams, and the Niners, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the Ravens with Steelers, Bengals, Browns, mm-hmm. all formidable teams who can beat them. Uh yeah, I mean, they could be. Seattle, this is a must-win game for Seattle. Uh, they have to win. They have to win by a margin, too, to, to convince me. It's just it's, it's just a combined factor. Russell trying to do too much because he knows his defense sucks. And the defense just outright sucking. All right, I'm going to go through all the Seattle games, right, just to break this down. Week one, they beat the Falcons by 13. Cool. That's that's a, that's a win for you. That's a good win. Week two, they only beat the Patriots by five, and that's because Cam Day will play caught the goal line. So are, yeah. they they probably should have lost that game. Week three, they only yeah. beat the Cowboys by seven. The Cowboys have no de- have a worse defense than them, and they only won by a touchdown. Yeah. I think that was a I think it may have been a buzzer, like, not buzzer beater, but, like, late in the fourth quarter. They yeah. beat the fucking Dolphins by a touchdown. And this is when the Dolphins sucked. They beat the Vikings by one when the Vikings sucked. And they live, or Kirk Cousins threw back-to-back interceptions. They lost. Yeah. Russell Wilson sucked. Well, he threw up a lot of yards, but he sucked against the Cardinals in that Sunday night game. Through three interceptions. Yeah. Then he he beats the injury-riddled 49ers by 10. Then they lose to the Bills, which isn't a good sign because they can't contend with a good team. Then they just lost to the Rams. And that's hard because it's a division team. I don't see... And they only put up 16 points. Russell Wilson... 
Wilson has, in my opinion, he's out of the MVP race. Oh, yeah, for sure. Not not even the top five. Nope, it sucks. It sucks because his fucking, his buddy in Arizona is about to win it. Kyler Murray. Yeah. Yep. He's top of the list right now. And then we look at the fucking Ravens, who fucking lost to the fucking Patriots, who all they do is run the ball, and the the Lamar offense sucks worse than, uh, almost as bad as the Bears offense, to be honest. This offense sucks. Let me pull up their schedule. Where the fuck are they? Here they are. They sound like fucking handily week one. That's fucking whatever, dude. They lose to... They lose... Or they beat the Texans by a lot. Texans suck. They lost to the Chiefs. The Chiefs are good. I'll give them that. They beat Washington. Washington sucks. They beat the Bengals. Bengals suck. Beat the Eagles by two because they let them go for... Because the uh, Eagles went on like a surge in the second half that game. Lost to the Steelers. I think the Steelers aren't as good as who they are. Uh, they beat the Colts. Phillip Rivers sucks. And then they lose to the Patriots. And they're probably going to lose this weekend. So, and, and Lamar has been get to throw like over like 250 yards since week one. That's yep. pathetic. So, was it the whole focus of this Ravens season to make Lamar a better passer? How the fuck is this happen? How the fuck is he a better passer? It's gone to the, it's gone to the point where Lamar has openly said that the defenses are calling out their plays. So I don't know what they have to do. They they got to do something to revamp this offense. I don't know if it's at, in the offseason they get rid of their offensive coordinator and get a new one. Or they try to completely rebuild this offense. Because even if them being a big run-heavy team, I know Ronnie Stanley hurt, like the, the Ronnie Stanley injury hurt them. But now they just lost Nick Boyle, who's their best blocking tight end. So I don't, I think the Ravens might get first-rounded. And I think the Seahawks are going to get first-rounded. Both of them. I could now, if the, the Cardinals match up with the Seahawks. Good thing going for the Seahawks though. Um after this game, I mean this Thursday night football game with Cardinals. They have a pretty easy schedule. Not not really easy, but pretty easy schedule. Um so it's, they're not totally out of it. Uh they do play the Rams one more time. Uh but it it'll be a tough road if they lose this game. All right, check this out. Cardinal, this is a preview for my my free pick. Well, because after we talk about this, we'll jump to free picks. But um, I had the Cardinals are winning this game on Thursday. The Cardinals are just a better team, in my opinion. No, but no team has been yet to find an answer for Kyler Murray, and I don't want to hear the bu- the bullshit where it's like, oh, they couldn't find an answer for Lamar last year. No, Kyler can actually throw the ball, and he's shown it. He literally dropped the fucking Hail Mary to DeAndre Hopkins to win the game this past week against the Bills. Um, I th- I don't think anybody could ever find a uh, this is This is hard for me to say, but I don't know if it's going to be possible to find a way to stop Kyler Murray. Because, yeah, you can drop contains or whatever and like try to keep him in the pocket, but he has the arm to get it done. So you have 
to like really hope your defense can hold up with DeAndre Hopkins and Christian Kirk. Yeah. I the the Cardinals are my sleeper pick to make the Super Bowl. And if the Seahawks end up matching up against the Cardinals in the first round of the playoffs, I don't care where the game is, I'm taking the Cardinals again. So my pick for Thursday, as illustrated, Cardinals plus three at the Seattle Seahawks. What is your Thursday okay, we'll night pick? Picks. Um, my Thursday night pick is Cardinals team total over 27. They have scored at least 30 points in the last five games. And obvious pick even against this uh, Seahawks defense, which sucks. Um, yeah, I don't see anything wrong with that. They're probably going to drop another 30-piece on them. I think the score could easily mm-hmm. be 35-24. Could be, yeah, it's going to be a high score. It has that. Just, well, Russell is going to find a way to score sometimes, obviously, because it's Russell Wilson. But... After the last time they played, DK Metcalf was a non-factor. Pat Peterson had him locked up. And Seattle's going into this game potentially... Well, I think they'll have Chris Carson back, but he's coming back off of an injury. And they're most likely going to be without Tyler Lockett. So that seems like an easy way for the Cardinals to win this game. Okay, Sunday. Speaking of injuries... These New Orleans Saints, I don't know what they're going to do at quarterback, whether it be Winston or Taysom Hill, because they have not named the starter yet. But regardless of who starts, I'm taking the Falcons plus five against them. It's either going to be super close or the Falcons win. Their secondary is sus. And Julio Jones is going to have a day on whoever he's matched up against. Ridley's probably playing. He'll body somebody. Russell Gage might body somebody as the number three. I think that's an easy pick. I think the Falcons win this Sunday. All right. My free pick is another another three-team super teaser. Because uh, um, that worked well for you last love- week. Dude, that you know, you and I both know that should have cashed, but we'll, we'll debate that over time. <laughs> um, three team super teaser. Feel pretty good about this one as well. I have the Steelers as a pick'em game. I have the Colts. I mean, the Packers plus twelve and a half. Smack that bitch on the Colts. And I have the Vikings Cowboys game over thirty eight points because I think Andy Dolan's in play. Um, the Vikings. Vikings against that defense? Woo. Give me Dalvin Cook rushing for a Dalvin buck 20 on that Cook. game as well. That's probably the first quarter. Yeah, probably the first quarter. All right, your Monday Night Football game? All right. We talked about this before the podcast, but I just did not want to pick for this game. But there is... Because originally, before... um. This past weekend, and I knew this game was coming. I was taking the Rams. However, Andrew Whitworth is injured. 
And that offensive line is going to get mauled by Jason Pierre-Paul, Shaq Barrett, and that Buccaneers defensive front seven. Give me the Buccaneers minus three and a half. Okay, I like I like where you're going with Whitworth. I like well, I like the the JPP, Domkin Sue, you know those type of guys coming out and getting the, getting to the run with the Rams having it not a great run game so far. Um, only problem I see with the Bucks is that putrid secondary. Um, could Cooper Cup and Robert Woods smack him? They could, but I think the pressure uh, if, up front. If golf has enough, if golf has enough time. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say if you let me finish. No. If the front seven gets to him because because Whitworth is out, then that could cause a problem. So see, this game is too close to call. So I'm going with the under of 47 and a half for the game. I hate this game so much. I know. It's a great game to watch, terrible game to pick. If, if Whitworth was playing, I was taking the Rams money line. But that's probably the biggest loss they could have had. That's a, that's the worst loss in losing Jared Goff. Probably. Oh, I don't know about that. Yes. Dude, you're starting veteran, one of the best left tackles in the league, leaves. Yeah. And that's not good. his blind side. Whoever's on the blind side, I think it's Barrett. Barrett's going to probably have at least two sacks. At least. Probably. Um, I also just want to point out there, let's just rewind to uh, reviews. Uh. My Giants have a chance to make the playoffs. Yes, sir. What the fuck? Dude, we were 1-7. and seven. I was like, okay, give me Justin Fields or whatever. Let me just fucking go on. Now we're a game and a half back of first place. And the, if the Eagles lose on Sunday, which I think they will against the Browns, uh... The Giants are only half a game back, and then the Giants play the Bengals, which I think yeah, can de- beat the Bengals. Definitely possible. And the Eagles play the Seahawks next week. Eagles have one of the hard. I think I saw they have like the fourth or fifth most difficult schedule to end the season, which sucks for them because they have to face. Teams like the Packers, the Cardinals, uh, the, I, I think they still have to play the Saints. Uh, here I have it. They had to go at Cleveland, then they host the Seahawks, then they're at Green Bay, host the Saints, at Arizona, and then they have the two gimme games at the end against the Cowboys and uh, Washington. Which I don't even know if Washington's a gimme game, because Washington beat them with Dwayne Haskins in week one. Yeah. And the only reason the Eagles kind of did well against the Cowboys is because Ben DiNucci was that quarterback. I think the Eagles could high-key lose out. They could definitely lose out. 3-12-1, yeah. Awful. Yeah, the winner of this division is going to have five or six wins. 
Yeah, it's terrible. The key for the the Giants have to win three six, and I think that's possible. We can beat the Bengals. I'm I'm fairly confident on that. We can beat the Cowboys out in the game. And then we just have to win one of the Seahawks, Cardinals, Browns, or Ravens. And the Ravens and the Seahawks are games I'm looking at. If somehow the Giants win out and go fucking 9-7, and seven, I will fucking shave my head bald. But <laughs> that, no way in hell that's going to happen. But, yeah, that's... I just don't get it. How do you go from 1-7 and seven to being in playoff contention? It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, but fair. that is... Uh, I think that'll wrap us up for this edition. Um, remember, uh, to look at our records, uh, you are 5-3-1, and one, and I am 4-4-1. Four, four, and one. You're up by uh, me by uh, one. Not for long. But, um... Fucking better... What did you fucking mean, better step up? I had a flawless week. Have you had a flawless week? No. Almost. Yeah, it almost doesn't count football. Uh, so we will see you all next week.